Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, what a weekend, huh? Dan Dockich here. It started on Friday. For me, it started out with a golf outing on Thursday, on Friday, on Saturday, and Sunday. Look, I understand we've got to have hysteria. That's what we do. (laughs) I do. You know, things don't go our way. What do we immediately do? Oh, we burn. We break. We... Uh, threaten, we, you know, act like idiots. That's what we do in our country. That's the beauty of our country, right? I mean, we don't get what we want, then we must get mad and start shouting about threats. And we must do things that are absolutely ridiculous. Let me start this entire conversation that we're going to have a lot of today about the Roe versus Wade uh, being sent you know, abortion being sent where it should be, which is at the state level. But let me show you the most disgusting thing that I saw over the weekend. Can we show this image of this mother? This is a mother. That's a mother. She actually has a child, not yet a human. Now, I got to tell you, This goes against every maternal instinct ever. This is how dramatic and idiotic people are. You're a mother with a big pregnant belly, blessed to have a pregnant belly, a child in your belly, and this is what you do. This is how you respond. This is what you say. People are sick. People are absolutely sick, and how do you expect them not to be? I've said this forever on this show. There is no father's. There's no law, there's no family, there's no God in our United States. So, all right, somebody tell me legally, not one person has been able to say legally where in the Constitution was was there a thought of abortion. Now, the 14th Amendment apparently uh, talks about due process, but that's not guaranteeing the rights of abortion. That's not guaranteeing folks can go kill a baby. And we're going to have Jill Savage on, and we're going to talk about when contraceptive is. And look, I'm not saying uh, that I'm perfect. I'm not. But I'm going to tell you this. That doesn't give people the right to all of a sudden say, hey, 50-some years ago, 1973, I remember the day, we're going to go kill a baby. And why are people so happy about Well, let me go back another way. Why are people so mad that they can't kill babies? You know, let me give you some numbers here. So when you hit me with rape and all that stuff, all right, 0.01% of abortions are due to incest. Zero, that's not even 1%. 0.15% are due to rape. There'll be provisions in rape. It's not like this is over. You go to the state level, which is absolutely how it was intended. It should be at the state level. No one's saying, well, people are going to have to drive across state lines. Yeah, I don't want to tell you. We live in a society where people vote on things. Then get out and get your vote. Don't threaten. Get out, use discussion, and get a vote in your state. Let me give you another one. All right? 20% 
the second highest. Let me go this right. 94.9% of abortions happen because the person didn't want to give a reason or social economic reasons, inconvenience. Inconvenience. Now, I listen to all y'all, but I don't understand where we are at with children. Why are we so happy to kill children? Somebody please explain it to me. I don't know if Dylan and you guys got the, uh, the thing on the, on the gay parades where guys are walking around naked. Why are we so happy to do that? Why are we having an attack on children? We want to kill children. We're angry because we can't kill children. That's what we're angry about. We're angry about that. Yeah, I understand you say, well, it's about a woman's right to do what she wants. Well, I'll tell you something else. What about personal choice? What about not just laying down with some dude? What about a dude having responsibility? Look, I was young, and I'm being a bit hypocritical. I'm not going to get into it, but I'm being a bit hypocritical here. But as I've gotten older, I've gotten wiser. You know, and we're not allowed to say that, right? Because that's a choice. You know, a woman doesn't necessarily have to have sex with a dude, let him finish inside her, and go, hey, look, you have choices in this country. And, you know, I hear it all the time. I hear it all the time. Choices have consequences. Choices have consequences. So if you're just going to be somebody that, that, as a guy, just throws it around, You're wrong. There should be consequences. If you're just going to be a woman that lays back and just takes it all the time from dudes, I mean, there's 12 different contraceptives. Some are saying that Dockage's face is the 13th. Fine, say whatever you'd like. But we knew what was going to happen when this happened because, let's be honest, there's no discussion. We're going to have a discussion with Jill Savage. There's no discussion. We hate Clarence Thomas. Okay. We hate this person. We hate that person. We always hate. We always hate. We always want to get after children, and we always hate. And I'll tell you exactly why, because we're cowards. The left is stone cowards. Easiest people to pick on? Children. Easiest way to go through life? Eliminate that which makes us uncomfortable. Hardest way to go through life is to get with God, religion, and have some parameters in your life. That's not easy. But we've seen the cowardice of the left. Yell and scream. Hell, I saw in Atlanta, they were protesting by twerking. Yay, we're twerking. We'll show you. Threaten. You know, just threaten. That's coward's way. Having a discussion. You know, it really, if you want to have a discussion, I don't see where it was in the Constitution, the original Constitution, to kill babies. I don't see where it was in the original Constitution to guarantee abortion. In fact, I would, ga- I would actually bet that everybody that lived during that time thought, well, there's no woman alive that gets pregnant that wants to kill her kid. Or no man alive that wants to encourage a woman. Because men aren't exempt here either. Absolutely not. And as a guy who's a little bit older now, and I look back, I'm like, man, was I irresponsible? Was I stupid? But see, in this country, we don't listen to people that are my age. You're stupid. Yes. Stick to sport. Okay, fine. 
We don't listen to anything but instant gratification. We don't listen to anything but the loudest. We're going to go kill a Supreme Court judge. See, here's the deal. If I don't talk about it or Clay doesn't talk about it, where are you getting it? Church. Church and shows of common sense. You think you're getting any of this from Samuel L. Jackson's crazy ass? Barbara Streisand's crazy ass? You think you're getting any of this in school? Hell, teachers are trying in school to tell your kid to slice off her tits and become a boy. Slice off his pee-pee and become a girl. That's what teachers sometimes in some schools are telling you. Not all, but in some. What are you getting out of the media? You're only getting one side in the media. You're not getting two sides in the media. You're getting one side. This is a constitutional right, Nancy Pelosi says. Really? Since when? Since when? When? The original Constitution? The amendments of the Constitution? Where does it say that? Where does it talk about abortion? See, it's a coward's way. It's a coward's way to just threaten. What's the easiest thing to do? I'm going to kick your ass, man. What's the hardest thing to do? Live your life with parameters. The only places you're going to get honesty should be in your church. I mean, do you see what Lori Lightfoot did? Lori Lightfoot got on stage, F Clarence Thomas. Okay. Did you see what dudes that put up makeup on and act like other people on TV? Samuel L. Johnson said he's calling Clarence Thomas Uncle Tom. Why? Because Clarence Thomas has an opinion that's different than his. Because Clarence Thomas recognizes, hey, look, this is my opinion. I'm paid to do this. This is, you disagree with your opinion? Discuss it. But of course not, because names are what we must do. We must give out names. We cannot, we cannot, we must not have a discussion. We're going to have a discussion with Jill. Tell me where in the Constitution. Shut up, Dockage. I'm not shutting up. There's not a chance in holy hell. There's not a chance in hell I'm shutting up. I mean, we got kids being poked. We've got kids that are being experimented on for drugs, drug country. Our drug companies. We've got, hey, I, I sent you guys a thing on Nancy Pelosi. I hope we have it elbowing, uh, elbowing the little girl. I mean, let me see if I sent it. I hope I did. But I would love, I don't care really about, uh, I guess I didn't send it. I put it out. I mean, it's the most amazing thing. It's the most amazing thing. Nancy Pelosi, we'll play it. I'll send it at some point. Why are we attacking children? I'll tell you exactly why. Because the left attacks the weak. That's what they do. They attack and will always attack the weak. It's not strong to yell and scream. It's weak. It's not strong to threaten. It's weak. It's not strong to not have any kind of parameters in your life, whether it's parental or whether it's biblical, church, it's weak. But that's the society we're living in. And I got to tell you, thank God for folks like our show. Thank God for people that aren't afraid to stand up. What are you going to do, protest out my house? Hey, show the Pelosi one. 
Fellas, I'm sorry, I meant to say that to you. Look at her. Go help a little kid out of the way. Get out of the way. These are the people that are in charge of our country. These, I know you can say, well, that didn't have anything. That's what you're going to say, right? Because that's what you defend. Imagine if that was a dude. Look at this. Just elbowing a little girl out of the way. You guys vote for this crap. You guys vote for these idiots. I don't get it. Thank you for that, Dylan. That was great work, you and Ryan. I thought I'd sent it. That's what you're voting for. That's the people you're listening to. That same woman, if you listen to what she said, talking about uh, it, it's a constitutional right. No, it's not. No, it's not. Never has been. No, Supreme Court did the old uh, Judge Roberts. Want to make sure back in 73 that we're on the right side of the mob. Did you notice that Judge Roberts made it 6-3? to three? <laughs> What do you think that is? So it looks like he didn't lose his court. Look, let's be honest here. We're under attack as a society by evil. Absolute evil. We can't wait to kill children. You're still going to be able to do it. We're under attack by a media that doesn't actually talk to you. They try to maneuver you. You can still get an abortion. You can still elect people in your state that will, uh, will vote abortion into your state. You can do that. Does anybody know that? Or is this just, it's over, you can't do it? Yeah, I love the fact that people say, well, what about a woman's right to do what she wants with her body? You'd have that right. You know, don't have sex with some clown not wearing a condom. Don't let some dude finish inside you. I mean, we all, you know, it's amazing. We all have these choices. And everybody talks about choices have consequence. I'm going back to this. You have the choice. Again, I, I know you want to tell me 0.01% incest, 0.15%. There should be provisions for those, of course. 20%, nah, inconvenient. So don't hit me with stupidity. Don't hit me with dumbassery. Don't do that. Let's have a discussion about it. Let's have a discussion, a broader discussion. Where are fathers? Where are fathers? Where's religion in schools? We got critical race theory. We got groomers. We got all that, but we can't say, hey, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. You don't like that? Screw you. It ain't always about you. Bill Maher has become a favorite. Bill Maher said about the LGTQB, whatever the hell community it is, it ain't always about you. <laughs> it ain't. This is, needs to start being about American people fed up with having to sit back and listen to the loudest, most dysfunctional. Let me ask you a question. Guy rides a bicycle in the middle of a parade, buck naked, all right? Can we play that one from the post-millennial, Dylan? Guy walks through 
in a Bugs Bunny mask. I think I did send that one. Through a Toronto Pride Parade. Is that pride? Is that mental illness? What is it? That's pride? So in Seattle, and they had, this happened in Indy, and I'll give Indy credit. I think the woman, I think it was, this is a long time ago when I was critical of it, guys on bicycles riding around in a parade buck naked. In downtown Indy with kids. And I was critical of it. And everybody was scared. You can't say that. Oh, my God, they'll come at you. You know how they came at me? I, I don't know who the lady was. I can't remember. It's been about 10 years. But she was one of the organizers. She was one of the heads of the LG, uh, that time, I don't know, the Gay Pride Parade. And she called my show. And I thought, oh, boy, here we go. She's like, Dan, you're absolutely right. Somebody tell me the point of this. Somebody tell me the point of this guy bouncing around with his wang out in front of kids. Tell me the point of this. This is pride. This is mental illness. This is a cry for help. This is a need for attention. This is perversion. What is it? You tell me. That's pride. That's what you got going there. All right. Megan Rapino and Sue Bird and all you heroes of our society. That's what you got. That's what you want. Good for you, man. Hey, I ain't mad at you. But at least there's some of us in society, oh, man, the white guy. Well, what are you going to do? I am a white guy. That say, what the fuck are you doing? Excuse my language. That ain't pride. That's perverted. Why isn't that guy arrested? Somebody tell me. I walk outside my car in the middle of the night, take a, take a, a pee uh, behind a restaurant. I get pulled, you know, somebody sees me, I get a ticket. This guy can do that? Why? Because we're all so afraid they'll come at you. Good, come at me. Who gives a rat? You get to a certain age, you love it. Come at me all you'd like. But you tell me, what's the pride there? You tell me, what kind of mother? Can we put the picture back up of the mother saying not human let human yet? That's a mother. That's a mother. Maternal instinct. Walking around with that. And there's another picture of her holding her other kid. How about that? But that's what we listen to. That's what we all want us to listen to. Idiots like that. I ain't listening to the idiots. That person's a damn jackass. And I got to tell you something else. All these people that go on TikTok and all these other places screaming and yelling, they ain't got to worry about it. Freaking idiots. But yet we go, oh, man, we got to listen to these people. You know, some fat ass comes over and going to kill Judge Kavanaugh? Give it a shot, lady. Man. Give it a try. Take a swing. It's time we stand up against these idiots. Time we stand up. It's time we say, what in the hell is going on around here? It's time we elect people that are honest. Let me go to an election. You know who the most selfish person in politics has been? Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is a thousand years old. They wanted her to retire during the Obama administration. Why? So Obama could fill the court with a liberal. Thus, in the world of liberals, they could keep killing babies because they would have the court. So Ruth Bader Ginsburg 
uh, decides, no, I'm too selfish. Or it was a plan because Ruth Bader Ginsburg didn't like Roe v. Wade because she actually had a brain and knew that it was a flawed case. That if sometimes, somewhere, somehow, somebody had the stones, it would be overturned. So one of two things. She was either the most selfish human being in politics, or she did this intentionally. Either way, man, she retires. Guess what? Boom. Obama, in his whole do-nothing Obama-ness, bought and paid for, uh, saying nothing, do nothing, Obama in this, hope and change, A-Ra, uh, would appoint a liberal. He could actually have done something. There's your problem, among others, that and the fact that, well, liberals love to kill babies. I mean, they don't love to kill babies. They can't wait to kill babies. They're dying to kill babies, no pun intended. 25 to 29-year-olds, 29% of abortions. 20 to 24-year-olds, 27% of abortions. As you get older, you realize one thing. There isn't a woman between 20 and 29 that basically knows her ass from third base. And the women that mad at me for saying that right there, and there isn't a guy between 20 and 29 that basically knows his ass, that doesn't know his ass from third base. I'm speaking from experience. I thought I did. But as you get older, how many times have you heard people, your friends, your adult friends, your male friends, your female friends go, man, when I look back at it, I didn't know nothing. I thought I knew everything. I didn't know nothing. Me. You know, so they, they, those two groups, basically 60% of abortions from people that think they know everything but don't know jack squat. There's two ways of looking at this I saw. One, well, men are going to murder women more. I don't buy that. The other way is abortions are going to go way down. And when 20 to 29-year-old boys and girls get to be 60, they're going to be really glad that they did not abort. Yeah, there might be some hard times, and, I, and, and there might be. There might be some really hard times, but they're going to be very glad they didn't abort. Now, I'm just speaking from experience, and I get it. I'm not allowed to say these things, but I don't give a shit what anybody thinks. That's a fact, Jack. When you get older, you look back and you go two things. Man, I didn't know nothing, and two, boy, I'm glad I did this, or I'm glad I didn't do that. That I can promise you. That I guarantee you. Another question. I see where Planned Parenthood may be going out of business. Planned Parenthood tells us all the time that they're far more than an abortion clinic. Right? And why are you going out of business? Elections have consequences, people. Elections, you're seeing it. You're, you're seeing it in our economy. Uh, for Democrats, you're seeing it... Uh, and in the court, because let's be honest, if you're a Democrat, you're like, man, Ginsburg should have retired and we shouldn't have elected Trump. If you're a Republican, you're like, thank God we elected Trump. I would like to see just one time, just one time. The great leaders of our country, the Nancy Pelosi's, the Mitch McConnell's, the 
the President Biden. I'd like to see just one time somebody rent, uh, somebody represent us with class and dignity when they didn't get their own way. Trump's a pig. We know that. Pelosi's a pig. We know that. Biden's an idiot. We know that. But just once, I would like to see these great leaders, these unbelievable leaders, instead of incite, which is what Democrats have been doing forever. Look, Charles Barkley, read a little bit about Charles Barkley's thoughts on the Democrats. I can't say it. But if you don't think Democrats don't want poverty where they can act like the great white hope, don't want violence, don't want to put our children at real risk, and you haven't been paying attention. I was a Democrat a long time. But I started paying attention. And as the great Charles Barkley said, Democrats been in power in major cities for a long time. Black people keep voting for Democrats and black people keep poor. That's what Charles Barkley said, not me. That's what these people want. They want marches. They want, did you see the first thing Nancy Pelosi came out and said, this is why we can't have a Senate of Republicans. Oh, okay. How about trying to unite instead of divide? You're the great leaders of this country. You've been in power for 70 years, her old ass. Speaking of old asses, hey, can you guys play what Biden used to be until he got bought and paid for? How good are my guys Ryan and Dylan today, man? They're killing it. Here's a little. Well, I, I, not I, I should have abortion as a uh, um, as a choice and a right. I think it's always a tragedy, and I think that uh, it should be uh, rare stop it and right safe. There. And I think we should be focusing on how to limit the number of abortions, and we ought to be able to have a common ground and consensus as to do that. Well, I, I do how about not that? view abortion. Eddie, Eddie didn't stutter. How about that? He didn't stutter. I thought all he did was stutter. Anytime you're critical of him, I don't know. He stutters. Interesting. He didn't stutter there. (laughs) Again, another freaking lie. When are we going to wake up? When are real people going to wake up? One thing about Republicans is they just take it. They sit back, spread their legs, and take it. They just take it. We just take it. We'll let the Democrats act like idiots. When are we going to say, hey, enough is enough? Probably never. Probably never. We can't wait, man. Dan Levitard, I don't know if you saw what he did to Michelle Tafoya. He, 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 he ambushed her. It's what they do. I don't understand why we're so mad that we can't kill kids anymore at the federal level. I don't. I know. I know. I know. I know that's not what it's about. It's about a woman's right. Women also have a right not to, you know, guys have a right to not, you know. It's really amazing. Uh, We'll continue the conversation today. And I don't know that I explained myself very well because I am really worked up about this. I don't get worked up about much, but I'm so tired of seeing when things don't go a certain, you know, the Libby's way, it's all violence and hate. It's all it is. It's violence and hate. And I couldn't believe when I saw a mother, a mother, a mother who supposedly has maternal instinct walking around like a jackass, not yet a human. Really? Huh. I thought they were the party of science. 
And by the way, sure seems to me all these dumbasses, they seem to know what a woman is now. (laughs) Uh, They seem to. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but they seem to know what a woman is. No? (laughs) We'll be right back. Man, I'm fired up. Sack the hell up and don't go anywhere. Don't at me. We'll be right back after this. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back. It is an interesting discussion. You know, people just fish. Nobody ever, like, when I look at this, nobody ever um, agrees to discuss, right? They move on to the next thing. Women mortality rates is where they're at now. Okay. Uh, Morgan Francis, again, no one can tell me why they care about what someone else does with their own body and how it impacts them. So you're saying that I can, with my body, go headbutt people, kill them. You can't tell me what I can do with my body. So that's what you're telling me, Morgan? That's cool. I get it. That's fine. I mean, I get it. I mean, you can do anything you want with your body. Uh, You know. I mean, hey, look, I'm going to headbutt. This is a big old head. But, Morgan, I'm going to go headbutt somebody to death, but you can't tell me what I can do with my body. It's my body. It's my choice. I can headbutt your ass to death. I mean, whatever you want, man. I don't even pay attention to the other guys. Well, women mortality. Guys always hit you with rape and incest. Well, let's see. 0.01% incest, 0.15, and there are provisions for those. So there you go. (laughs) So, hey, I can do whatever. See this? This part of my body. Boom. I knock a guy out, kill him. I did what I wanted to do with my body. You can't tell me what I can do with my body. I walk down the street, I see a guy laying in the park bench, I take a dump on him. Hey, I did what I wanted to do with my body. What, Morgan, is that bad? I can't do that? You know, it's funny, people say, uh, everybody, all the Libbies are trying to swing it, right? So this guy says, funny is all these people don't care about kids once they are born. Do you know there are 30 people, 30 families per aborted kid in this country waiting to adopt? But, but guys, like, you can't, again, you can't have a conversation. If you ever want to know how not to have a conversation, go to our YouTube chat, file, follow Right 7 Country 7 Man. He's a coward, so he puts a fake name on here, but he's sitting here telling us that nobody will care for these kids. Well, the truth of the matter is there are 30 couples per aborted child ready to adopt in this country. Look it up for yourself. Just look it up. I mean, you know, people say, well, nobody cares. Well, look it up. There you go. 30 couples per kid. And there's over 900,000 abortions last year. 
But hey, I get it. Bring another dumbass thing here, you you uh, you guys on the YouTube chat that are too chicken shit to use your own name. Bring it on, baby. Lady says, well, you know, Morgan says, well, if I asked you to wear a mask while I was pregnant, you would be all mad. Well, I mean, science, Miss Morgan, says masks don't work. All you got to do is read. It's hard for me because I've been studying this stuff for three days, and then I come on here, and we got all this nonsense. Hey, guess what? It's my body. I'm going to take a dump on you. Well, it's my body. What's anybody mad about? It's my body. I can do what I want. I'm punching in the face. Hey, this is part of my body. The level of stupid with that is unbelievable. But hey, move on to the next one. Move on to the next one. And what usually happens when you get involved with liberals is they move on to the next talking point because once it came out and people said, hey, look, it's going to go on the state level. They went to rape and incest. So here's the numbers on that. Then they go to my body. Now it's going to be what? Let's see. We'll have it here from all these guys. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm just telling you. 30 couples per kid. And then they move on. And then it comes. Once they finally get going, the Ed Rogers of the world and all the libbies just start calling you names. You're dense. We've seen it. It's time to stand up to it. They're idiots. We don't, you know what? You make fun of them. I'm glad they're here watching. Love that they're here watching. (laughs) Pay the bills. But they're complete cowards. They're cowards because, frankly, they can't have a conversation. They're cowards because if they do have a conversation, it's an angry conversation. They're cowards because they want to kill and hurt children. Our most vulnerable. That's unbelievable. We can't accept the consequences of our actions. We never accept the consequences of our action. We're mad. Too much common sense to let a woman decide what she wants to do with her own body. What a concept, huh? Hey, too much common sense to let me decide what I want to do with my body and knock a guy out and kill him. Hey, it's my body, Morgan. What are you going to do? What are you going to do, baby? Hey, I got hey, I got a kid. The kid isn't a done. I, I, I got to be able to kill that kid. That's my body. Okay. Well, you know what? This guy pissed me off. I punched him. I did what I wanted to do with my body. <laughs> the level of stupid. All right, let's talk about some sports. I don't really don't want to today. I wish I had more intelligent conversation going on from the opposite side here. You know what I mean? Spice Rack. How did I ever use to hate Dockage? I mean, it is amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's every time. You, 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 the word that you always get is bigot. You always get a bigot. If you don't go along with the LGBTQ guy riding down the street in his bicycle, buck naked, or walking in a Peter Pan costume, or at least a headdress, buck naked, twerking at kids, showing his junk, then you are a bigot. Well, then call me whatever you like. Call me whatever you like. Hey, Dan, does my mom get to kill me because I was a fetus 24 years ago? I, you know, maybe. <laughs> my body. See this? This is my body. I'll knock you the hell out.
I'm going to kill you. A friend of mine got killed that way. Punched right in the nose. Nose went back in his head. Um, the NBA draft was here. And the, I, look, uh, I, all I tell you is there's 30 families per adopted kid, per aborted kid. Uh, the NBA draft was this weekend. The first pick, Banchero, needed to be Banchero. I mean, look, John Hammond's not an idiot. I told you I like him. And if I like him, he's a pretty smart guy because I don't like stupid. I get amused by stupid and cowardly here on YouTube chats and Twitter and stuff like that. I do. I get amused by it. I get amused by guys that can't use their real name. That's why I like Sean Black. When Sean Black puts something out, it's his name. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Right? Seven country, seven men. You know, his name is probably Jimmy Smith, and he's probably 10 years old, but he's too much of a coward to put his name. So we'll let that go. All right, so these three guys, I tell you what, I can't stand the guy in the middle, Holgren. I've had enough of him. Banchero, I really like. Smith, I love. But uh, you know what? <clears throat> Holmgren kissed my ass. I've had enough. See, these three guys, Banchero, man, love them. I told you, John Ham. look, I don't hang with stupid people. I don't. And as I always tell people that try to debate things, look, I've been thinking about this. You're just catching up. So I don't really think, I, I don't pay attention to stupid people very often. But I got to tell you this, this Banchero guy, uh, John Hammond's a smart guy. And I knew he would do the smart thing. In fact, I bet on it. The guy in the middle, Holmgren, reminds me of Christian Porzingis. He'll map some buckets, and he's on the right side of the media because he's like one of them cool little white boys. He's got his little uh, chain on. He's got his little, uh, you know, whatever these things are, my number seven. He's got all the little crap. Hadn't won nothing. I watch him get a knock down his ass. He'll have numbers like Porzingis, but he ain't going to be any good. And the guy on the right's really going to be good. Jabari Smith, really going to be good. Jabari Smith seems like a nice, humble kid. This idiot in the middle, hungry. Well, you're calling kids an idiot. I don't care. They're not kids. <laughs> I dealt with them for 25 years. They ain't kids. This guy in the middle with his little chain and his necklace and all his little stuff and his little, looks like, you know, Annie Lennox from the Eurythmics. Uh, yeah, I, get away from me. I got nothing for I'm going to be the best NBA player in two months. Yeah, well, I'm just, what I tell you about 20 to 29-year-olds, you'll read about this idiot when he's 30 years old, go, man, you know, I really didn't know nothing when I came in the league. And every little slap is going to say, hey, it's great. Yeah, I got nothing for I don't even know what team he goes to. He'll score points. Look, here's the deal. Let me explain this to you. When you go to the NBA and you're a top five pick, you got to score points. Because if you don't, the general manager looks bad and he gets fired. The coach looks bad and he gets fired. So it's all set up to do it. I told you this about Christmas Porzingis. Chris Bin, whatever the hell his name is, whoever drafted him would not get out of the lottery. Knicks never got out of the lottery. I don't know if I feel the same about this clown, but he acts like a clown. Holmgren. I don't remember his dad. Everybody, I saw an article. His dad played in the NBA. Or his dad in the NBA. Dad played at Minnesota and played less than me. I think he was there. I think we crossed paths one year. Seems like a nice guy. His kid seems like a pain in the ass. Just does. I mean, you can get mad at me all you like, but uh, he just does. Top three best picks. Top three best picks. Jay Ivey to the Pistons, man. 
Pistons got him a baller, uh, assuming he has some sack. I get it. The mommy stories are all great. Yay, right. They're great. But now you got to go play men. And he had, I think, at least externally, an attitude that I really wasn't. Now, you guys have gotten ahead of me a little bit. Uh, an attitude that I didn't really like. He seemed like he acted above it at Purdue. Now he's going to find out, but he's got so much talent. And he's going to a city where, frankly, uh, they're not going to give a rat's ass about the whole, my mommy's a coach, that kind of thing. They ain't going to care about that. Detroit Rock City, baby. Isaiah Thomas. Ricky Mahorn. They don't mess around. So you come in there soft, they're going to make fun of you, they're going to run you out of town. I remember the first time he was the quarterback. Harrington. I lived in Bowling Green, Ohio, which is 20, no, it's not. It's hour, hour 10 from Detroit. And I'm driving back from Detroit recruiting, and I'm listening to this guy, Sean Harrington, whatever his name is, Joey Harrington. He was the first pick by the Lions. And I just heard him talk. And as everybody knows, I'm a voicist. I can tell how you are by your voice. As a voicist, I heard this guy talk, and I went, yeah, this ain't going to work. Too soft. It's going to be interesting with Ivy. Uber talented. Perfect fit. Better toughen up. Second guy, Benedict Mathurin. Now, Benedict Mathurin to the Pacers. Now, he ain't dumber than anybody. Do we have this idiot's quote? I ain't idiot. Do we have this guy's quote? This guy's quote is about how LeBron has to prove to him. LeBron has to prove to him his greatness. That's a formula for stupid. Sorry, it is. I like I said, he's 19. He's going to be 20 here soon. 20 to 29-year-olds don't know their ass from third base. They think they do. So instead of coming in humble, he and Tyrese Halliburton, another guy that hadn't won nothing, uh, they, well, they're, they're, they're the future. Well, be the future. You're going to have a great opportunity. This guy, Mathurin, comes into the perfect spot. Pacers are uninteresting, unathletic, but this guy isn't. I think this guy's a really good player. I didn't know he was, I didn't know, not know he was going to be that disrespectful and that dumb in his comment about LeBron. But hey, what are you going to do? In my world, uh, Mathurin has the perfect opportunity to go be a real guy, not a fake guy. Not a guy that is, um, oh, I don't know, Crispus Porzingis or any of these other guys that aren't, you know, they talk. But the truth of the matter is this guy, Mathurin, this guy has a real opportunity. He has a real opportunity for greatness if he shuts the hell up and goes to work. Like we got Miles Turner. Miles Turner walks into a game and everybody goes, oh my God, look at Miles Turner's fashion. I pray. That they tra- I don't pray because I really don't care that much. But Miles Turner being traded for Miles Bridges would be like the world's biggest pillow fight. <laughs> I don't think anyone is better than me. LeBron is going to have to show me he's better than me. That's what this guy Mathurin said. There you go. Thanks, guys. I should have pulled that up. I don't think LeBron is better. In two months, I will be the best player in the end. Look at these idiots. They'll score points. I see myself as one of the greatest players to ever play basketball. That dude was too chicken blank sharp to play at Kentucky. He's too afraid. He wouldn't play. Holmgren's team lost to somebody. Mathurin's team lost to Houston. Houston. 
Hey, Calvin Sampson is a great coach. You don't understand. I coached with Calvin Sampson. He ain't a great coach. Gets good. Are you crazy? I mean, if you're talking about coaching, please. The guy. Look at these three clowns. I don't think LeBron is better than me. There you go, NBA. There you go. And I got tired of watching all of them on draft. I got tired of that freaking home group. Oh, my God. Who'd they lose to? What did Gonzaga lose? Did Gonzaga get to the Final Four? I don't know. Gonzaga had the best player, a unicorn. What, that little girl on ESPN and that big old dude on ESPN and Bill, so they all say, a unicorn. Oh, really? Oh, okay. He's a unicorn. All right. (laughs) Oh, really? He's a unicorn? I guess. I mean, if you guys tell me he's a unicorn, then he's a unicorn. Everybody's a unicorn. Everybody's great. Everybody's a unicorn. Everybody is, and I'm quoting here, NBA ready. Yeah. We're NBA ready. 28 and 4. That a baby. Uh, you lost to the only four good teams that you play. And this guy's a unicorn. Couldn't beat Arkansas. But he's a unicorn with other draft choices. But he's a unicorn. All right, be a unicorn. Okay, so let's see. They lost to, uh, they beat Memphis. That's good. It was a hell of a game. They lost to Arkansas. These other teams I think we could beat. Uh, They lost, man, they they did beat Texas Tech. They lost Alabama. They lost to Duke. They did beat UCLA. So there you go. All right, they beat Texas. Basically, they played like eight teams and went four and four. But he's a unicorn. (laughs) Uni. Oh, man, I do like this pick, though. Mark Williams to the Hornets. You mark my words. Assuming that Mark Williams does what I think Mark Williams is going to do, which is get after it, play hard, be a real dude, this guy has a chance to be sensational. Like, here's why. Humble dude. You didn't hear any of this stupidity. Same thing with Jabari Smith. Humble dude. Same thing with Banchero. Humble dude. Holmgren. Shaden Sharp, who was too afraid to play at Kentucky. Good for that. I hope they're good. I hope everybody's good. But that dude right there, I love Mark Williams. Huge fan of Mark Williams. Mark Williams just kept getting better. Once Krzyzewski was smart enough to start playing Mark Williams two years ago, all the dude was get better and better and better. Now, he's playing with one of the balls, which is awful. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. You play with one, oh, you're crazy, man. is one of the best. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know. Everybody's one of the best. Everybody's one of the, everybody's one of the best. All I tell you is the truth. You're going to play in Charlotte. you got a dysfunctional franchise. Uh, Miles Bridges, who is great unless the game is important, is trying to leave you. And there we go. You see how the celebs losing their mind? Was that guy from Green Day? I'm sad. America stinks. I'm leaving. It's day two of Billy Joe Buttjammer leaving. De- 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 Declaring... Hey, I'm leaving. 
They'll leave. Adios. Billy Joe, Billy Joe McAllister jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge. Oh, man. All these men in here talking about we have to protect the innocent. Y'all don't care if your neighbor, yeah, I, I lost her. Your neighbor, yeah, I don't. Everybody's got a thing, man. Everybody's got a thing. All right, let's talk about Mississippi. Mississippi is, oh, I don't know, World Series champs last year in Mississippi State. This year's Mississippi. Mississippi's got the damn, they got the goods. Before the season, they were going to fire the coach in Mississippi. Before the season, they're getting ready to say, hey, he gone. But guess what? He ain't gone. And, uh, you know, what are you going to do? He ain't gone. So, um, when I look at it, I say to myself, hey, uh, why? Why did this team come back? And then I started to watch. Does camaraderie come before success? Or does success come before camaraderie? I don't know. I'm not sure. But I know these dudes, man, they were big. They were fierce. They were into each other. They played for, you know, you hear coaches all the time. Well, you know, we got to play for each other. Oh, okay. All right. Really? Okay. They did. Uh, Can I get an eye? Oh, the Stanley Cup last night, the abs came back down one. One nothing. You know what it looked like? And I don't know nothing about hockey. I played it. I liked it. But I don't know nothing about it. It looked like the avalanche, and they set it between periods, knew that the freaking lightning were gasping for air, hanging out with pride. And you know what? Man. Hey. The heck you doing? Anyway, hanging out with only pride. They were gassed, and they kept pushing. Now, nobody scored in the third period. So maybe, maybe, maybe that wasn't right, but hey, I don't know. What I do know is the abs won. It's a great tradition. You bring the trophy out. Everybody's excited. It is freaking awesome. It is. And you know what? I think we said it a few weeks ago. Again, I don't know why. I don't. I don't know why the abs are better. I just know that when I watched them, they looked better. That's what I know. Don't know. So anyway, good for them. Fun tradition last night. I was rooting for the Lightning because I wanted a game seven. I did. I wanted a game seven. All right. I got to get to this. Don't at me. Hey, Dylan, Ryan, can we play this? Can we play, uh, the dad beating the hell out of the guy who killed his kid in court. I ain't mad about it. I ain't mad about it at all. I mean to tell you, the dad decided that you killed my kid. I ain't having it. I'm not having it. And the frankly, he said, screw this. I'm getting my shots in before you go up the river. Why they call it up the river? I don't know. But anyway, 
I'm not mad at that even a little bit. Like, if somebody killed your child, and you know they did, and you're sitting there in court, let me ask you a question. Would you feel worse going up and beating the hell out of the guy, or trying to beat the hell out of the guy, or sitting back and, quote, letting the legal process play itself out? It's an interesting question because guilt is a mother. It's an absolute mother. Let's play it. This is what happened in open court. I think you're going to probably agree that the guy should not have been charged. Here's the guy. There's the dad. Dad came on and is trying to beat the living hell out of him. You know what? Good for him. Good for him. All right? And then the police are down there trying to figure the whole thing out. And the truth of the matter is, I would feel better. He got seven days in jail. The judge gave the dad seven days in jail. Boom! Um, I got to tell you. I'd take the seven days. Uh, seven days would be hard. I, one day in jail would be impossible. Seven days would be hard. And um, I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't want it at all. But I got to tell you, I wouldn't, it would, it would be far better to take seven days in jail than to say, hey, look, um, for the rest of my life, that guy was sitting right there in front of me and I didn't do anything. That'd be really hard for me. That'd be really, really hard for me. Hey, while I got you guys, let's go to celebs. Can we go to some celebs losing their mind over this whole weekend? Can we do that? Time to fight like hell in any way you know how. The American Taliban has taken over the Supreme Court. That's Mark Ruffalo. You've seen him in a lot of movies. All right. Really? Okay. That's what we got right there? Okay. Interesting. We got any others? I can't remember what all I sent, but I did see that. Uh, I think Samuel L. Jackson was mad. Samuel L. Jackson did what people do, which is call, uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, he called Clarence Thomas, I think, and Uncle Tom, among other things. That's good. That's, that's good. I mean, that's what we got to do. See, you know, that's, you know, it, it, it's one of those deals where if we don't spit out nonsense, if we're not mad about things, then, and if we don't say, Hey, look, I got to be vicious about this. Danny DeVito, Supreme court, my ass. All right, Danny. Good for you, man. All right. But People get mad, people get angry, and then you hope at some point better thoughts and moods can prevail. That's how I look at it. Hey, I'm not mad about saying I like Bill Maher. I listened to Bill Maher the other day. It's pretty good. It's really good. 
All right, when we come back, we're going to get into a number of things. Jill Savage is going to join us. The Green Day guy's leaving. Celebrities are mad. Let's have a day. Let's have a day here. Jill Savage is next. If you don't know who Jill Savage is, you will. Because Jill is not going to mess around. Jill will tell you how it is. So Jill was on Fearless with Jason Whitlock, and she was tremendous. And you guys know Jill from the Outkick Tailgate show. You know Jill from being on this show. She's fabulous. And uh, you know what? I can't wait to talk to her about this whole deal. We'll be right back. That's it. I got to take a break. We'll be right back with more on Don't At Me across the Outkick Network. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Man, oh man, I, I, uh, you guys know Jill Savage. You know her as a sports commentator and analyst. Well, I got to tell you, I heard her on Fearless with Jason Whitlock, and yeah, she got after it. What were your thoughts on Friday when the Supreme Court ruling came down? Dan, I really couldn't believe it. Like, I waited my whole life, and I never in my wildest dreams thought that they would ever actually go through and overturn Roe v. Wade. It's, it's one of those days that people have prayed for across the country, and it's so funny to me, Dan. I really want to talk about this. The ruling in Mississippi, the law, that everybody was that the abortion clinic in Mississippi was suing over that is now known as the Dobbs case that we saw the decision come down on Friday. So in Mississippi, there was a woman who was a former nurse who became a legislator in, in the state of Mississippi. And as a nurse, she had been a part of a delivery of a 15 week old baby. And she sat there and stayed with the baby and tried to, to, you know, give it as much care as she could. It was too young to survive at the time. But then you fast forward to her career later now as a legislator, and they said, okay, there's a viability law in Roe. We want to go ahead and put that into law into the state of Mississippi. They wanted that to be at 19 weeks. But she said, no, because of this little girl that I stayed with, I want it to be 15 weeks in honor of her. So then a Mississippi abortion clinic sued because they could not perform abortions after 15 weeks. Keep in mind, everybody in Europe that is saying, oh, look at the United States and how backwards they are after this ruling, most of the European countries limit abortion at 12 weeks, up to 14 weeks for the life of the mother. But I love that it was both two women, the baby itself, and the the woman that wrote this into law because everybody says, oh, you're taking away a women's right to choose. It's a woman's body. And it couldn't be more perfect that it happened because of women in Mississippi. When, when, you, when you look at the reaction across the country, what do you think? Um, honestly, I, I think that if you look back at the leaked draft, I think that helped uh, dispel a lot of the chaos that we had over the weekend. I don't, I'm not a fan of going through and, and leaking drafts. This is the first time it ever happened on the Supreme court level, but 
even though there were, you saw churches being born abortion clinics or uh, uh, abortion uh, facilities. Everybody was trying to go through and create chaos over the weekend. I think the level of magnitude would have been significantly worse if this was the first time that people were hearing about it and didn't have a month to think about this before. But the celebrities, Dan, you're talking about it. Of course, the celebrities are all going to say the same thing. And I just hope, Dan, that they actually follow through because I'm sick and tired of them saying, oh, Trump wins. We're going to move to Canada. And then they all stayed here. And now they're saying, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to renounce my citizenship. I'm going to leave. I'm going to go elsewhere. Okay, then actually do it this time. <laughs> What's our guy Billy Joe something from Green Day, right? I mean, he, we're in day two of him renouncing. It's day two. I don't know what we're going to do, Jill. What are we going to do, Billy Joe, whatever the screwed up, whatever his name is? What are we going to do? We're, we're going to let him go, and we're going to say good riddance. Thank you. Thanks. See you later. It's a, it, All right. I say this. Like, I always talk about, like, look, we don't have fathers in our life. I mean, and men are, men are culpable here, too. Like, I, I, you know, a couple of things hit me. One, and I'm going to just give them to you and let you go. One, we yeah. seem to be attacking children now, and I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Two, fathers are irresponsible, historically irresponsible right now, historically. And three, um, frankly, people say this is a constitutional right. It's not in the Constitution. And four, you can still get an abortion if you make your election matter. Amen. Uh, I think that when we look at it from a legal standpoint, everyone on the left knew it wasn't a constitutional right. They said, oh, all of a sudden in 1973, we found a right to perform an abortion because of a privacy law in the 14th Amendment. Well, when the 14th Amendment was ratified, every state in the United States, abortion was illegal. You couldn't perform that. So to fast forward in the 70s and say, oh, look at this, we found it. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who the left hails as, you know, a, a god in their eyes, she knew that abortion through Roe was not going to stand on its own two feet. When Obama was campaigning as president, he was campaigning on the fact that he would sign a, a, a an abortion bill into law as president, Dan, when they say law of the land, it's precedent. There's no debate. Everybody knows. Well, you don't need gimmicky phrases if it's actually a law. You just call it a law. It's not the law of the land. Because when, when you look at it, the Constitution expressly writes this out. You don't have to be a constitutional scholar. You can take high school American government classes and understand the 10th Amendment that anything not expressly written in the Constitution goes back to the state. So you have a whole group of people this weekend that are outraged because the school system isn't teaching them basic understanding of how our government functions. And you see the, the reaction this weekend. There was, there was one man on the street interview. Uh, this guy was interviewing a woman and he said, what do you think of the constitutionality of Roe v. Wade being overturned. And she said, you know what? I don't really care 
about the Constitution. It doesn't, it, it's not, it's not in my life. I don't care about it. That's where we are right now is one side cares about law, order, the Constitution. The other side said, well, I just don't want to do that. So I don't think that you should make me. And it's very difficult to have a country like that. But I'm with you when you say that they're attacking children. They absolutely are. I don't know why this is all picked up to the level that it is right now, but it is in your face every single day. And I think that, you know, with the COVID lockdowns, I think the left thought that they were going to have a very big victory. But then kids were at home on Zoom classes. Parents all of a sudden could see what they're being taught in school. And they said, hey, your teachers can't go out and say that to you. What, what's going on here? And you saw parents then start to fight back at school boards and everything else. And, and I think this is just a wave that we're going to see that the people that thought we could live and let live and everybody agrees with us and it's fine. You now see it in your face that, that people don't always agree with you in, in the American way of life is not what it was when, you know, you and I were growing up. Um, the idea of some crazy people that Danny DeVito, F the Supreme Court, oh, okay. Uh, what happens? Like, I always, I always look at it this way, Jill. What's the end game here? Like, okay, protests die down. Right. I mean, they, they do. Maybe this stays for a long, long time. I don't know. But what ultimately happens here? Do people, in your opinion, realize, well, wait a second, uh, my state still has abortions. Do they still get angry? Does the court move on to the next thing or is it D all or C, D, all the above? Yeah, the court's going to move on to the next thing. And the beautiful thing about this ruling is it lets states decide for themselves. And that's the way that it always was set up to be. And I think what's going to happen, what you're going to see is the blue states will get bluer. The red states will be more red. And everybody will decide to live in a state amongst people that share their values. And I understand it's not it's not possible for everyone, but it will be a way of, of people saying, this is how I choose to live my life. And I think that's, that's the best case scenario uh, that could come out of this because tensions are high. People are trying to figure out what they're going to be doing with their lives. But again, oh, from over the weekend already, you see these multi-billion dollar corporations that are saying, oh, if you live in a state that doesn't have abortion, we will pay for you to fly to a state. So it's not, abortion is not going to be outlawed entirely in the United States, California, Illinois, New York, they're always going to have it. And it, it, to me, it's just going to be, I need to be around like-minded people. I don't like, I lived on the West Coast, Dan, for 13 years. I knew the West Coast wasn't for me. So I chose not to live there a long time ago. And now I, you know, I moved over to Arizona and then Texas. And now I'm in Nashville. I move a lot, but it's one of those things that I feel like I'm more surrounded by like-minded people. And I like that. I like my way of life now. As a woman, you know, it's easy for guys to say, right? I mean, guys, you know, there's so much responsibility 
in guys, there's so much personal responsibility. You know, like, actions do have consequences. And if you're going to go out as a guy and just, you know, have sex unprotected, or you're going to go out as a woman and you're going to just, you know, have unprotected sex, at what point is there uh, personal responsibility? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is actually kind of one of the funnier talking points from the weekend is that all these women on the left now are saying, oh, we're just not going to have sex. Okay, that that was always an option for you. Why are you acting like we're trying to say that that was a thing like they are going through and making conservative talking points now after the ruling? But it's it's a time in history now where. We could look at this and say, what kind of a society do we want to be and make men stand up and and be a part of of this? If you're going to have a child, say, hey, you're on the hook, too. This isn't just a women's problem. Men need to start standing up to be men. And Dan, I think that this is a larger issue. And I'm I'm not talking about like the, the trans community. But when you look at it, it feels like. We're trying to make men more like women, and we're trying to make women more like men. We say toxic masculinity. You can't be a man. When we see you know, people getting attacked on the subways in New York City, people get out their phones and start recording it. They don't go in and try and help these people anymore. We need courage to come back in America. And when you look at women, oh, everybody's saying, how, how can she go out and have a career now if she has a child, et cetera, et cetera, right? Like there's, there's a long line of talking points that go along with that. But to me, when they say that, they're saying, I want to go through and have sex and have no consequences just like a man. Why shouldn't I be able to do that? Well, that was never the way that our world was set up, right? We, we now know, though, we have so many options before you choose to be intimate with someone, we need to start looking at it at that point in time and say, okay, you know, a lot of these women on the left were saying cancel uh, the, the hookup culture will be canceled because of this. Good. That sucks anyway, guys. Nobody likes it. Like this is, I mean, some men do, of course, but as a society, as a whole, you can't go out and talk to somebody in a bar and they, they just think you're a huge creep. You have to meet them on an app now. And, and it's just, it's gotten to be so crazy and stupid in the whole dating world. I, I want it all to change. Go, go back to something else that is like resembling an actual society. Let me, let me go a little bit on that. When, when you, when you look at, the numbers on abortion, I looked them up, you know, like basically 20 to 29 year olds account for 60%. I said this early and I'm curious your thought. I don't know how old you are and I'm not going to ask. My mother always told me never ask a woman how old she is ever, ever. But it is amazing. Like when you get older, you look back and you go, man, I thought I knew everything. And then you're like, yeah, I didn't know nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But people that get people that get to 20 years old are only really hearing one side. Like, 
you, you, what are you getting in school out of this? We got drag queens coming into school. What, what, what are you getting when you, you know, uh, turn on the media? You got everybody mad saying, what do you get when you turn anything out of Hollywood? You, you, yeah. So there's really only one side of this. And then you get to 20 where 60%, 20 to 29, where, you know, 60% of abortions happen. And you don't really have a balanced, I don't, a mind for it, I guess. I don't, not enough information. You're exactly right. And when I look at it, when you go through school, the school system, there's a reason why they want you from preschool through college. They want to tell you the, the state's values and say that you're part of this system. And to me, it, it almost says like, you go through and you get that car wash of indoctrination and you have to think, you have to actively think your way out of it. And it happens for some, but there are a lot that just don't understand basic government, basic societal things, right? Like they're trying to teach you their pronouns in school, but they just still don't teach you how to do your taxes, right? What, what's more important? Everybody's going to have to do their taxes every single April for the rest of their lives, but they don't teach you that. They don't care if you know how to take care of your money, if you know, I mean, our, our math and science scores are not getting any better and they are all just going through and saying, oh, but if you, if you call me the wrong pronouns, then you're really, really insensitive. And we've created just an entire generation of dumb people, Dan, like there's no other way to say this. I am hopeful and this is why I'm so active now, I guess, in, in speaking out against it, because you have to have people that are willing to stand up, say their mind. And it, I, I, at this point in my life, Deb, I don't care if it offends you. I'm not trying to offend you, but people have to hear something from the other side. And to me, it's it feels like I was built for this moment in time. Everything that I've done in my life, everything that I've studied, it has all kind of coalesced here. And it's, it's the passion and the purpose now meeting together for me at this time. Yeah, I mean, I, that's one of the great things about getting older is you're like, hey, you know, you got offended, sorry. You know, write your article, call me a bad guy. Uh, you know, and, and away we go. But you don't, like... I have a daughter that's a teacher. She's 25 years old, and she's like, Dad, I just want to teach kids reading, writing, arithmetic. You know what I mean? And my mother taught for 50-some years, and she goes, I couldn't imagine. So I sit here, and I think to myself, all right, we don't value family. Everybody, it seems like, it seems like the whole world goes to church, but apparently nobody listens. I mean, all I ever hear is how church, like, you know, I, I just, I, I, I wonder, Jill, I get that you're going to get all this stuff. We got to have a drag queen in school, but the balance just doesn't seem to be there. And I'll tell you something else. I, I, you know, it's like, how, how did we get to this point where we have a media and a schools that are so one-sided? I, I, I know you don't have the answer to that, but it just fascinates me. Uh, they're all Marxists, Dan. That's, that's the goal. They, they went through and they, they created and sought after jobs 
where they would have the biggest impact. And I'm not saying that, like, I'm not even joking. This is, this is what they were doing. And, you know, some people are uncomfortable with it and don't want to believe it, but they took over the school board. They knew how important that was back in the day. And people on the right are only waking up to that after they locked down our schools and, and said, you can't go into class. Um, but for me, it's, it's like, everybody just wants to sit back down and live their life and think it's going to be fine. Everybody, my kids are going to grow up in the America that I grew up in. And it's just not the case at this point anymore. And, uh, you know, people finally are, are actually realizing that at least it's, it's going to take, it, it take, it took a lot longer than I would have liked for it to all do. But I think that people are just kind of feeling like, okay, They've reached a tipping point and this can no longer stand in our society. I saw, you know, I saw women protesting and you're obviously a woman. Yeah. Um, what's the, how do I put this? What's the, like, what's the line between, hey, look, I feel strongly about something and now you're so crazy. I just can't pay attention to you. You know what I mean? Like there's so much crazy, like, okay, you're hurting your own cause by being so whacked out. Like I'm watching people twerking and I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, goodbye. Yeah. Some dude wants to leave the country. Oh, okay. Goodbye. Like what's the line of saying, Hey, look, I really believe in this and being insane. I don't think they have a line, Dan. I think that's half of the problem. I think this is what people are finally seeing that they will do. And, you know, you, you look at all of the people out there protesting and Dan, like not to be offensive for this, but they don't look like mentally stable people. A lot of them, right? Like you see the outfits that they're throwing on, they're going through and, and protesting outside of the Supreme Court justices' houses. They are posting their addresses online. None of this behavior is what you would say a sane, rational, thinking person would be doing. But this is this is absolutely what we've seen in the wake of, of Roe v. Wade being overturned. Can you explain to me why it is okay to ride your bike naked down the middle of Seattle or Toronto uh, at a, quote, pride parade. Look, I'm all for parades. I'm all for celebration. Hell, I, I am. But I said this four or five years ago when we in Indianapolis when we had the same thing, and the head of the parade called my show and said, you're absolutely right. I thought I was going to get, you know, canceled and all that, and she's like, yeah, you're absolutely right. It shouldn't be in there. All right, to your point, though, Mental, it's either it ain't pride or maybe it is pride. I don't know. Uh, look at me. Uh, perversion, mental health issue. Why is this okay to do in our major cities? I truly think it's just the police are scared that they are going to be called names if they enforce laws. Because, Dan, if you and I, if we had just walked out of our house naked today, up and down the streets, we'd be arrested. Period. End of story. There, there would not be a long, you know, case of, of oh, what, what are we going to do today? No, Dan, Dan's walking naked down a street. Uh, excuse me, cops, come, come get this guy. He must be mentally ill. There must be something wrong with Dan. What happened today? 
But because they are in a, you know, protected group, they they know nothing is going to happen to them. And I, you know, hey, go out there and celebrate. By all means, go live your life, celebrate how you see fit until that reaches common decency standards. When it reaches that line, that's no longer okay. And I don't think that anybody should be taking their kids to any of these events. That's that's just wrong. So on the reaction here, we got this lady, Morgan, says, nine people twerking and the host is basing his whole argument on that. No, I'm not. I'm basing it on freaking crazy people. And then this is what happens, all right? <laughs> this is what happens. Uh, on my YouTube chat, Dockage is afraid of the naked body. No, I just don't know why it's okay to ride your bike around in a parade in front of children naked. If that makes me a bad guy, I'm a bad guy. But somebody please explain it to me instead of criticizing me. Explain it. I'm just in this, in jail, in this, the like, explain to us where it is a, a, a constitutional right. Don't call us names if you're Nancy Pelosi. How about we get leaders to lead and people to discuss? Well, that's, that's the problem is you and I want to have intellectual conversations and they say, I just want to do it. So I'm going to do it. And if you don't like it, then you're a racist, bigoted, sexist, homophobe. So stop it. And that has been, that's the left's playbook my entire life. Uh, they, they don't have the arguments on their side, just like they didn't have Roe v. Wade, you know, the actual constitutionality on their side. They always knew it was going to end up this way, and they were always scared of it ending up this way. But instead of having actual conversations, they just call you names. It's amazing. It's like you and I talk about something, and I'm reading this YouTube chat. So then they they put it over onto another issue. You know, uh, twerking becomes the issue. Then you and oh, I are both idiots. That's very popular too. And then the name calling comes, right? Yep. I mean, it's just they it's like a, because let me open this it, it up. Can't, it can't ever just be okay. I'm, we're going to talk about this issue. Go. It's like oh, you didn't th this one, this one, this one, this one. And they, they try and make you <laughs> go through and say all of these different talking points throughout time. And it's like, okay, we, we were talking, we, we started here. Let's, let's stay on this one topic, but they can't do it. No. And then, well, you know, Doc, it's, you look like, you know, what a guy, what a guy call me a condom full of a condom full of walnuts is what I got called. I liked it. I wasn't mad about it, but if I say anything, oh, my God, you know. Dan, it's beautiful nah. not caring. Hey, uh, it really, really is because, you know what, there's a country out there that is, is honestly, it, it's falling apart when you look at all of these different things that we've just talked about on the show today and, and all of the different problems that we have in society. So there's one worldview that's going to come out of it, and it's either going to be theirs or it's going to be ours. And I'm telling you, I will fight until it is our worldview that comes out in the end. And I don't care if you call me names. It doesn't matter. We need more people to stand up and say, this, this is the way that things need to go. And you're insane. Stop it. 
I, I, you know, it, it's, it, there was a point where movements coming at you were harmful, even to intelligent bosses or intelligent people. Now, I think we've gone beyond it. Like, every white guy in the media, particularly an older guy, you know, used to be like, oh, my God, I, you know, if I get called racist, oh, my God, I don't know what I'm going to do, you know. And then all of a sudden, it's like, wait, that's right? No, uh-uh, no, uh-uh, no. You know what I mean? It, it, misogynist, uh, homophobe, transphobe. Hell, you can say the and you're a homophobe or a transphobe or a racist or a sexist or a misogynist. I don't know. That's all. I, I am a voicist. I can tell by people's voices on my radio show whether I should keep them on the line or not. And after about two seconds, if I hear their voice, I either engage or I hang up. I'm a voicist, not the other stuff. Dan, it's the beauty of the alternate media, right? You don't have to just turn on CNN anymore. You have other options. And that is going to be a great thing for society in general. It's just not having to hear this one opinion that this one gigantic media company chose for you. You have outlets like Outkick now that are that are coming on board and, and saying, okay, yeah, we're going to let you say what you believe and we're not going to punish you for it. No, I know. When's your next appearance on anything? Because people either love you or hate you, which means you're great. So when's the next appearance? Uh, Friday, I will be a part of the Steve Dace show that's also on the Blaze. Uh, it's, it'll be the, the Dace group, so I'll be on with him for an hour, breaking down everything crazy that happens this week. You're the best. Thank you, Jill. Thank you so much. And there will, there Thanks, will be Dan. crazy this week. There, there will be. be there always is. We know that. All right, that's Jill Savage at Jill underscore Savage. Do yourself a favor and follow her. And also do yourself a favor by following her when she's on. You're going to get smart conversation. Like, look, once in a while I say stupid things. I mean, I call somebody a name. All right. That's the way the world works. What are you going to do? But the truth of the matter is, uh, you know, we're not all as perfect as all of the rest of you. But she is awesome. So at the end of the day, give her a follow and you'll enjoy it. I mean, even if you didn't like what she had to say, like, you know, whatever. All right, when we come back, my guy from Green Day's gone. My... Uh, <laughs> Danny DeVito's mad. Barbara Streisand's mad. Everybody's mad. We're all mad. Everybody. Yeah. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Got to take a short break here. We are rolling with Don't At Me, and you don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You know, the fun part of watching things get crazy is our celebrities, and Jill said it. Remember how George Clooney so arrogantly 
stood up there and said, hey, if Trump's elected, and he's not going to get elected. Like he knew, right, George Clooney, because he sells tequila and plays, you know, people on TV. Or, all right. Uh, remember he said he would leave the country? All these guys are leaving the country. Everybody's leaving the country. All right, well, you know what? If you got to leave the country, you got to leave the country. Billy Joe Armstrong is trending because weird-ass conservatives are upset that a man in a band that dropped the album American Idiot almost 20 years ago still has the same opinion of America. And Billy Joe McAllister jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge. Uh, Billy Joe McAllister represents the majority of Americans when he says, F America. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think this jackass uh, speaks for anybody. He's renouncing his citizenship and moving to the UK over the repeal of Roe versus Wade. So this guy's so upset, he's moving his wife and his two kids. He's moving them. He's out of here. Billy Joe McAllister is gone. Now, actually, uh, Jimmy Felia, who we got to get on the show, I'm a big fan of this guy, says somebody should probably tell him Europe has much stricter abortion limits than the United States. So there you go. Didn't say illegal. Said the limits. Belgium, 12 weeks. Bulgaria, 12 weeks. Croatia, 10. Cyprus, 10. Czech Republic, 12. 12 in Denmark, 12. I can go on and on and on. Billy Joe McAllister is leaving our nation. It's day two of Billy Joe t cutting out. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what we're going to do. Billy Joe wants to go. He got to go. I mean, I'm sorry. He got to go. And if he can't go, then, you know, stay. Everybody has the right to say F America and leave. Everybody. F America. All right. F America. Leave. I personally love America. I personally argue that the real world that I live in, which is not a lily white world, I live in Marion County. I don't live out on the farm. I don't live in a small town. I live in a city. And I got to tell you, when I go to Kroger and everybody's there, white, black, Hispanic, we all get along great. Hey, man, how you doing? But if you listen to Twitter and Billy Joe McAllister Armstrong, well, yeah, I know. And those of you that don't know, Billy Joe McAllister went up to Tallahatchie Bridge. Now, if that's offensive to you, I, I don't know what to tell you because I don't know what the song means. But anyway, uh, and then all the people saying the majority of Americans say F America. Boy, I would say opposite. Boy, I would not agree with that. I would say the vast, 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 vast. Majority of people say they love America. They love the opportunity of America. They wish America was better, but where is it? And even though you're upset about the decision on Friday, intelligent people that are not crazy would say, hey, look, love America. America great. I love America. But hey, Billy Joe, baby, you got to go. I got no problem. Hopefully this time they go. I mean, Clooney and all these guys, we're leaving, we're leaving. All right. Hey, by the way, do you remember the high school football coach who prayed on the field after games, got fired, 
Supreme Court of the United States just, ladies and gentlemen, just sided with him. I got a lot to talk about tomorrow. I got players going to Miami, but I want to get to the celebrity aspect of it. Is there any celebrity endorsement or denouncement that would make you not buy a product or would make you buy a product? I've told this before. I'm a kid. It's the 70s. The movie or the TV show Soap comes out. I'm in church. The priest reads a list of all of the sponsors of this television show, denounces this television show because it has the first openly gay character, Billy Crystal. It has extramarital affairs, but it's funny as hell. What does that make me do? That made me take my very hairy at the time, feathered back, beautiful, about fourth grade ass, to my room to watch soap when it was on. Of course. Man, oh man. When you tell me, you celebs, that you don't like something, that makes me like it more. When you tell me that you do like something, that has absolutely no consequences to me. I don't care whether it's George Clooney. I don't care whether it's Michael Jordan selling my drawers. I don't care who it is. I ain't doing it. I am not, I refuse to, I will not pay attention to somebody telling me what to buy. But I will go the other way, and I'm curious to y'all. Do you buy something? You know what? Michael Jordan said these Hanes underwear are damn good. I know the answer to this. I know, absolutely know the answer to um, um, Michael Jordan. The answer is yes. Got to be the shoes. And when he, when he was out there balling, particularly in the, in the Nike ones, the Air Jordan ones, hell yeah, people bought them. They still buy them. Uh, so me personally, if they denounce it, I'm in on it. All right, let's see what Patricia Arquette had to say. Patricia Arquette is an actress. Supreme Court is an absolute disaster. From giving people the right to carry guns and taking away women's rights to autonomy over their own body, we weren't being reactive. We saw it coming. You're right. Now, why is it a disaster? So giving people the right to carry guns, I, I'm sorry, Patricia, but that's in the Constitution. I'm sorry, Patricia. But a women's right of autonomy over their bodies isn't in the Constitution, but it certainly is going to be in the states. That's the ruling. Now, that's horrible. That's a disaster. Following the law, following the Constitution. See, when we don't get what we want, we get mad, we lose our minds, and we want to call everything names, and it just drives me crazy. Well, it doesn't drive me crazy. I honestly don't care. I don't care about what Patricia Arquette says unless it can make for a better show. You know what I mean? If we can, if we can make for a better show, then let's make for a better show. Hey, uh, Ryan and Dylan, uh, can we show a little Nancy Pelosi, that video that you guys had about what Nancy Pelosi had to say about all this? It's really fascinating. It really is. 
Um, and it, I, you know, I'm kind of, I'm, you know, I had him. Here is remember the Myra Flores getting her daughter pushed aside by Nancy Pelosi. I'm so proud of my strong, beautiful daughter for not allowing this to face her. She continued to smile and pose for a picture like a queen. No child should ever be pushed aside for a photo op, period. These are the people that you all vote for. These are the people. Nancy Pelosi pushing people aside. Let's show, if you get a chance, Nancy Pelosi pushing people aside. I'm going to get to sports all day tomorrow. And really, uh, a lot of you may not like me because I haven't just shut up and dribbled, but I got too much in here. I got too much violence in, in here. Uh, Uh-oh. Look at Nancy. Why are you pushing a little girl aside? What are we doing? Watch this. Uh, Nancy? You'll see it. Nancy got to get her little fame in. Here comes a little... Get out of my way, little girl. I'm Nancy freaking Pelosi. Yeah, I am. That's the dumbest tweet of the day. You know, Danny DeVito saying that he doesn't, uh, you know, screw the Supreme Court. Yeah, all right. Or somebody coming on in the middle of ESPN. What was that girl's name? Uh, lady's name? Uh, I forget her name. But she was good on the uh, draft. Very good. Alika Matthews. Andrews? Matt, I don't know. Malika? But she um, came on in the middle of ESPN. That thing's still going. And still and started crying. Alright. Okay. I mean, in the middle of ESPN, I think Clay will probably talk about it later. But the truth of the matter is, uh, why is ESPN <laughs> bringing Malika Andrews to break into coverage and start crying? I don't know. I'm sure I'm wrong. I'm always wrong. Allie Berry says, I'm outraged. What the Supreme Court has done is BS. Something has to be done. Guns have more rights than women. Huh? Guns in the Constitution. Stop this war on women. What war? And keep your laws off of our bodies. What? Keep your laws off of our bodies so I can keep your law off my body. Boom, I punch you, I kill you, it's my body. We have to band together and not accept this. We just can't post about it. We must do something. Go get them, Hallie. All right. Okay. I mean, look, I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, somebody said, I hope that 53% of white women, always comes after that, doesn't it? Uh, Yvette Nicole Brown. I hope 53% of white women who just couldn't stomach voting for Hillary. Well, white guy too. I couldn't vote for that woman. Are you out of your mind? How could you vote for that woman? Are happy they've just ensured that their daughters grow up in... Gilead, a woman's right to choose is a health, a personal health decision. I'm a Christian and know that. Okay. I know that. All right. I know that. 
Here's Mariah Carey. It's unfathomable and disheartening to have to try to explain to my 11-year-old daughter why we live in a world where women's rights are disintegrating in front of our eyes. They're not. Every state's going to have them. I don't know what to tell you. Don't. How about you do this to your 11-year-old daughter? Hey, look. I'm going to harp on you about not having sex with dudes that you're not in love with. How about we do that? Is that wrong? Well, you know, uh, sex is a bodily choice. How about we do that? How about Mariah, baby? You tell your daughter, look, hey, man, with sex comes responsibility. How about we do that instead of blaming? If I were an 11-year-old girl, I'd say, hey, uh, mommy, why do I want to kill a baby? Isn't pregnancy a blessing? Now, I know what you're going to say. Well, rape and incest, 0.01% of abortions are due to incest. 0.150, not even a percentage. When people talk about how their vote doesn't matter or we are screwed anyway, well, we elected a man six years ago that gave three seats to the Supreme Court. Today, those three seats, three people use their power to take away women and people's rights to decide their own future. No, you get to decide your own future. Of course you do. Of course. Don't have unprotected sex with some guy you're not in love with. That's one way to decide. If you are pregnant, go to a state where they have abortions. Why should I have to do that? Because that's the law. Well, the law sucks. Okay, the law sucks. What's constitutional right? No, it's not. No, it's not. Look, I feel for people that are hurting. I always feel for people that are hurting. I always do. I always have. I always will. always feel for people that are hurt. I do. But can we at least have a legitimate conversation? Like Lori Lightfoot, she took the stage to proclaim F. Clarence Thomas. That's mayor of a major city. And I guarantee you, a major city that had, I think it was 84 people uh, shot at this weekend. Three dead, including like a six-month-old. But hey, look, F. Clarence Thomas. Then if you're Illinois, there is no F. Clarence Thomas. You can still have abortion in Illinois. What Clarence Thomas do? He gave his opinion, which is what he's paid to do. A legal opinion. Now, he's the only guy that stepped outside everybody else. So some of us might say, whether you agree with the opinion or not, some of us might say, hey, look, Courageous to do that. It would be really interesting. The other day, I'm going to get back to this bicycling. The other day, before I uh, did a show Wednesday night, my wife, my stepson, his two buddies, we all stopped at this place called Ollie's, which is uh, right on, right down the street from where we were going. So we stopped in there. It's a gay bar. And I got to tell you, Everybody in there was awesome. I couldn't imagine, like, looking around. I couldn't imagine. A lot of people are talking to me. Hey, Dan, love your show, that kind of stuff. I'm an easily recognizable person in Indy. And everybody was awesome. I would like to go back in there. Again, this is how the real world gets tainted. I would like to go back in there with that same group of people and ask them what they thought of people riding around bicycles naked in the middle of the streets. That would be curious to me. Now, some might defend it just because we defend it. You know what? I'm going to defend us, all right? Some might do that. 
Some might, I would be, it would be curious to me because, you know, people will get on my ass. Oh, you're homophobic. I'm not homophobic. I have no problem. I will support, let up, bar, whatever. It's about the fifth time I've been in there because I like the vibe. But I would be curious to ask like real people. There's a difference between real people and crazy people. There's a difference between real people and Twitter people. Real people, social media people. There's a big difference between all of it. There is. And I was with real people Wednesday night in Ollie's for a beer. We just had a beer. We got downtown early. We're like, look, the place is right here. We like it. Let's go in. We had a beer. Said hello. Took a couple pictures and I left. But I'd be curious now going back and saying, all right. You got a parade here in Indy. What are your thoughts on people riding their bikes naked? I don't know what the answer is, but this is how my mind works. I want, I'm curious about stuff. You got one more? You got any more, Dylan? More to marry her, baby. You put up with it. Hey, Dylan, you run this show. You put up whatever the hell you want to put up. And I mean that. I need all the help I can get. Oh, yeah, let's get one thing straight. Freedom doesn't mean you have the right to recklessly endanger other by refusing to get vaccinated. Uh, I don't know who needs to hear this, but every person should have control over their own body. That's the dude that was the Surgeon General, right? It's fascinating. Again, this is what I say. Real people. Real people. Not guys that are simply trying to I show you all the time, which way does the political wind blow? Not that. That guy, Robert Reich, probably a great guy, probably has done a lot of wonderful things in our country. You know what I mean? But Robert Reich, I don't know. Oh, wait a second. Uh, Secretary of Labor, 93 to 97 in Clinton's cabinet, all that kind of stuff. It's great. But that's what we do. And we, we just, hey, people forget about it. I can say whatever I want, but thank God for different places that say, look, why did you change your mind? I'm not mad at Robert Wright. My question would be, why did you change your stance? And I guarantee you this, Robert Reich, who, who can, if you guys could put it up and keep it up, if you can't, no big deal. But the guy that just did that, I guarantee you he would have a smart answer. Not a smart aleck answer. He would have some kind of answer that when this came to his attention, man, he, boom, 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 You know what I mean? He would have it all figured out. And he would dazzle you. He would dazzle you Obama style with back talking George W. Bush style the worst talker of all time. When I rank the bad talking presidents, George W. Bush is number one. Obama's number two because he didn't say anything. Clinton was number three. Trump, you just got a kick out of. And this guy, this guy is a Hall of Famer right now. But anyway, so, you know, guys always have the answer to their hypocrisy. But their hypocrisy is the real answer. He put the first thing out, then he put the second thing out. That's the real answer. He's full of crap. Gets called on it, and here we go.
So that's it. I mean, that was a good one. See, this show should win awards because Dylan and Ryan, Ryan's back, by the way. I don't know if Ryan got, uh, Ryan's back. So we got all this stuff up, but Dylan and Davey, I say it every day. They're tremendous. Today was raucous. Jill Savage was great. Tomorrow we'll get back to more sports. But I'll, let me end on a sports thing. I am so tired, so tired of, like, the disrespect in all areas of life, which is why I saw what Chet Holmgren, Shady on Sharp, Ben Matheneau said. I'm like, shut up. This guy with the Pacers is saying, ah, better than LeBron. He's going to have to prove it to me. LeBron don't have nothing to prove to you. I'm the best player on the planet. Really? You didn't even play at Kentucky. Haven't played against anybody that wasn't in high school in like three years. Chet Holgren, I'm going to be the best player in the NBA. Hey, look, you may feel that way. Yay, Rock, go fight, win. I'm happy for you. But the truth of the matter is, how about we just come in and bust our ass, win, and then talk? Love Jabari Smith. Love him. Love Ben Carroll. Told you they should have drafted Ben Carroll first months ago. He was the only number one pick. He was the only guy. And when he got interviewed, you know what he was? Hungry and humble. Jabari Smith, hungry and humble. Chet Holmgren, I got my dime. I got my dice on my neck. Shut up. My dog is here. I don't know who has to go to the bathroom worse, me or my dog. Probably me. I hope everybody has a wonderful afternoon. I hope everybody gets outside, runs around and plays and forgets all the crap. A lot of crap in this world. Let's try to get, like, nicer. Let's try to be honest in our conversation. And if somebody says something you don't like, relax. It's all right. They ain't hurting you. Doesn't hurt you. Oh, you called me this. Eh, what are you going to do? You said this. Eh, it's all right. Be no big deal. I'll be on noon to three this afternoon. Uh, by the way, I didn't even get into my choking in golf. Bah. Have a great afternoon, everybody. Dockage out.